of FullerDental.net. Iowa State defensive back T.J. Tampa was named to the preseason All-Big 12 team. KU quarterback Jalen Daniels and Texas linebacker Jalen Ford, the preseason offensive and defensive players of the year. Matinee for the Cubs today as they try to take three out of four in Milwaukee. Marcus Stroman looking to notch his 10th win. With the NBA's Las Vegas Summer League about to get underway, there's word that Vegas will host the final four of the NBA's new midseason tournament in December. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win from the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where every Thursday Bubba's boneless wings are half price. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. We take you until just before 1 o'clock. Still to come, bottom of the hour, we'll head to Chicago, catch up with David Kaplan. Uh, Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors Cappy. He'll be with us about 12.30. Trent's plays of the day as well. And be listening to win those tickets, uh, or the opportunity to win some tickets coming up here uh, before we get out of here at 1 o'clock. And turn things over to Murph and Annie. We've got another keyword in 20 minutes or thereabouts as well. Let's talk some college football, shall we? Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com, joins us. Pete Trenton, Ken in Des Moines, thanks for uh, giving us some time. Uh, before we get into um, some of the teams, etc., traffic picking up at College Football News, can you tell that uh, the readership, the folks are starving for some college football content and making their way to their site. What is it, what's that telling you? It's not there yet. Okay. It, we're still, it, it's, it, we're in a dead period. And of course people kind of care, but you have to remember that like most average fans, first of all, it's all about who there's no games going on. So there's no betting happening. So of course there's interest. Of course the previews are happening. And, and once we come up with the, you know, the full-on previews and the, the preview 2023, which we're going to launch up in uh, uh, Monday, then yes, then obviously that works. Uh, but remember, think of like any other sport, where as soon as this is about two weeks before the season, then the casual fan kicks in, and then it all ramps up. So we're still about a month away from that happening. At this time, it is waiting for that big story to fall into your lap, be it more expansion talk, more on TV mm. deals for the Pac-12. The Pac-12 has been just so crazy to watch. Imminent hearing athletic directors, hearing school presidents. It feels like, well, we're going to know something about what their new TV deal is going to look like, and it just gets pitting, being pushed back. What have you heard on that front? And it feels like it's going to be bad, right? If we're waiting this long, that this thing might be pretty ugly for those Pac-12 schools. Do you see it the same way? No, because it, we're looking at it wrong. See, the, the thing that's got to be pivoted on when it comes to media rights deals and all these different things, and it's what all the conferences are going to hit full force going forward, is that when was the last time anybody under the age of, like, I don't know, 30 watched a TV commercial? Yeah. Like, we, we all think <laughs> of the same thing. Well, if it's on ESPN or one of the major networks or something. No, it's, it's all streaming. Everything going forward. Something, what's the stat that just came out? Something like 70-ish percent of all Gen Zers watch sports on their phones. I mean, like, I'm a, I'm like the lone Tour de France guy, so now it's on Peacock. All right, so I'm just going to watch it on Peacock. So some of these Big Ten games are going to be on Peacock and on other So, So by being bad, or is it money that's going to be bad? I don't think that's the problem. It's just a question of where the home base is going to be. So 
if it's on Amazon Prime or something like that, or when he does say, oh, my, they're going to laugh or whatever, they shouldn't say, okay, people are going to go watch it. People will go figure it out. And that's going to kind of be it. But what matters, though, is how much can they, can they afford. And what also has to be remembered is we're not talking about that much money. Like, if you're offering, you know, whatever the Pac-12 and, you know, the current Big 12 teams make, if you offered that deal for the next five years to Jalen Hurts' agent, they'd throw it out. The NFL starting quarterbacks make more than the schools do over off these deals. So, like, it's not in the, in the world of high-end, you know, college sports and high-end sports. It's just not a ton. So, it's not pretty, and they should have figured this out long ago. But, yeah, it's not great at the immediate moment. But it'll be okay. There's going to be a Pac-12, and then we'll go from there. With the caveat that if the Big Ten and SC or SEC decide, you know what, we really do want the sixth largest market in the country, and we want Phoenix, and they get, like, Arizona State. Or, you know, if they go after coast-to-coast coast and try to get Oregon and Washington, then it all changes. Hmm. What about for recruits, Pete? What is it? Is it one thing to, to be on Amazon? It's another thing to be on ABC at, at, at seven o'clock at night on a Saturday night. How difficult to sell is that going to be if your if your if your product is mostly online as opposed to being on TV? How diff, How hard is it to sell to get a kid to Ames, Iowa, as opposed to Los Angeles or actually Los Angeles going forward? But like Phoenix or Seattle or one of these other major markets, it's. It's markets. It's market share. And it's NIL money. So, like, okay, you know, maybe it's not the same, you know, pizzazz in a certain way in terms of, you know, the TV side. But NIL money is all that matters. If you're getting a guy who, you know, have a, is in a major media market with more opportunities for sponsorships and uh, different things, then you're going to get those recruits. And that's where the, lost in this whole expansion thing continues to be. The, the Big 12... It, it, it talks a gigantic game, but it doesn't have any anchor tenants at the mall. Like once Texas and Oklahoma leaves, who are your? Who's the big program? Like, but do, do you need one though? Do you need one? Kinda, because like, it, it, who's your who's your go-to pro? Like, you know, okay, TCU was good last year. Does that mean they're staying power and that fans across the country are diving into TCU games every year, every week? No. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people are going to care about Texas and Oklahoma. We're like, okay, who's your anchor tenant in the mall? It's actually on a on an interest standpoint, internationally, internationally, it's probably BYU. Right. But, like, it, like, Oklahoma State's not the biggest football program in its own state. You know, none of the Texas schools, they don't have Texas, they don't have Texas A&M. You know, okay, Kansas, okay, that's, I guess that's the big program in the state, but okay. West Virginia, you don't really have a whole lot of university of the state. So that's the one big difference that's missing between the Big 12 and the Pac-12 and all this. Yeah. But that's, that's keeping, that's assuming you're keeping Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, Colorado, uh, uh, Washington, and uh, uh, Oregon. Mm-hmm. But if you don't aspire to be the Big Ten in the SEC, and you shouldn't because you can't be, I'm not sure you need an anchor tenant. I just think you need stability, and I think that that's what this, what these teams bring um, by by staying together. No, I guess, but it, what? But who cares? I mean, like, it, yeah, but okay. So the Big Twelve is going to automatically get a team in the college football playoff when it expands. It might get two, mm-hmm. but okay. But but where do you go from there? Like. 
uh, again, I think, and this goes for the Big Ten, the SEC too. And this is this is gonna, you know, kind of kick out again. The media deals are gonna change because TV, as we know it, is not gonna be the same. You know, two years from now, much less five or ten. So the idea of projecting out all this TV revenue and all these media rights deals, like even if a Fox or a uh, you know an ESPN has this, these billion dollar deals in place with these places. It's not going to be quite the same because, again, the whole world's changing is, you know, people get more and more used to just, again, streaming, looking at games on their phones and just being like, all right, I kind of want to watch this game and or, or just kind of checking in and checking out and not necessarily sitting through all four hours of a game like we're all used to. Notre Dame wants to triple their revenue. Everybody would love yep. to triple their revenue. <laughs> Is that realistic for, what, six home dates a year, maybe seven? Is it realistic with what they already have locked in the ACC for the other sports? Is that a scenario that could actually play out? It is if you use my tinfoil hat plan. Okay. I'm not going to go completely whack job here. There's nothing to this. We're just just talking here. It's not like, you know, don't don't take me seriously on any of this. If I'm George Klevikov and I'm the Pac-12, I go to Notre Dame like, look, you have a history with this side of the, the country. I know USC is leaving, but you have that game, and you always have the Stanford game, and there's always been some other We will triple your revenue. We will offer you the sweetest heart of a deal, and then we'll figure something out for you know, everyone else to make them happy. But you become our big thing. And then if you're a Pac-12 and you were able to somehow give them anything they wanted to get them in that conference, now all of a sudden you've got a thing. Except you can't give them TV. You just said they're going to be on Amazon. Uh, Yeah, but you figure some way on to, hey, look, keep your NBC revenue, keep your Peacock revenue, keep your, you know, however you have to do it, and just say, look, we'll we'll eat the money on our end, and we'll get this for you. But it's not going to happen. But anyway, that would be my thought to try to do that. But if you're Notre Dame and you're the ACC, ACC's got to close this one off because it's, there's so much bad blood happening right now in the yep. ACC with yep. the other teams there. Where how do you make the ACC teams happy and keep them around? Well, you tell them, look, we're gonna we're gonna put a ring on it with Notre Dame, and we're just gonna you know, we're gonna start to build up this conference from there. And all of a sudden, then you change things up. And if you're the ACC, you got to be proactive, and you got to throw out your media rights deal and do something fast. Or otherwise, Clemson, Florida State, uh, they're out of there the second they get the chance. Pete Futek, uh, collegefootballnews.com, is our guest. All right, Pete, let's uh, let's get into a couple of uh, schools. Have, uh, in you and your previews, is there a team that, you know, it's not named Georgia or Alabama or, or Ohio State or Michigan or fill-in-the-blank heavy head? Is there a team that's kind of flying under your radar, at least you think that, you know, why isn't anybody talking more glowingly about Team X? Who is Team X if there is one? Utah. Uh-huh. It's boring, and it's the problem with any Pac-12 team is every good Pac-12 team is going to go ten and two. It just there's and that's that's going to be the interesting part about the parity across the board this year is with this super Big Twelve with fourteen teams. Like you're not going to it'll be it'll take something stunning to get another TCU where everything perfectly sort of lines up because every where's the where's the easy out in the Big Twelve this year? There is I mean Kansas no West no. Virginia not if you, not really. You know, Iowa State, that was a flukish thing where they were good last year but just didn't happen to you know, have the record for it. I mean, there's no easy out. And that goes to the Pac-12 as well, where, okay, who's the real – who's the who's the speed bump? Who's the free space? Probably Stanford, Stanford this year. Yeah. 
But that, but that's it. I mean, Arizona's dangerous. It yep. beat UCLA last year. Arizona State's going to be a whole lot better. Cal is, is, is I'm going to make them good because they should be better, but they're just not. But okay, so but if you look at Utah and you look at what they, this is going to be their best team yet under Kyle Whittingham. Their lines are tremendous. As long as Cam Rising is okay, everything is there for them to be really, really good again. But again, if you look at their schedule, they're probably going to go ten and two. So it's the Pac-12 is going to be really dangerous. Overall, I, Clemson might be better. I know that's not exactly an out there pick, uh, but it might have the stuff to get to a twelve and one and get there again. But again, if you're looking at the, the top of the top, Georgia is. Look at their schedule. That it'll be it'll be a stunner if they're not in the college football playoff. Ohio State, Michigan. You know, the boring teams. And to flip it, you know, the teams that probably not obvious, Alabama's going to struggle a bit. This is a mm. rebuilding year. They, the schedule isn't awful, but there's enough landmines there to be, you know, tough. And, you know, they're, you know, Nick Saban's griping about, well, you know, we were one of the four best teams last year. Well, not really. I mean, it, it, they had two tough walk-off losses, but they should have lost to Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. They should have lost to Texas. And this year's team's worse. So I don't. I mean, we go assume. Okay, well, it's Bama. It's going to get there. I'm not sold that Bama is this automatic team that's going to be in the college football playoff chase this year. So Georgia's trying to go for the three peat, something that hasn't been done since the Golden Gophers of 1934 <laughs> to 36. Long ago, Jesus. Three peats are difficult. Yet, Georgia- by the way, look at the look at the schedule. If you go back, find a historical site. You can find. Look at the schedule. For those Minnesota what teams. What seven teams they, did they play? Yeah, they probably they, played they, Iowa there's Flight. Literally, there's literally a high school team. Actually, <laughs> Iowa Pre-Flight was awesome. Yeah, they were. Uh, the Iowa Pre-Flight teams were killer. Uh, but there literally was like a, a like a like a an American you know, Native American like reservation tribe team or like a, somewhere in the mix. There's a there's there's all these bizarre JUCO uh, like a community college teams. And then you're right. Then there's the Drake. game against Iowa that, that all of a sudden, like, all of a sudden, Iowa and then Michigan. Like, yep, national champion. So, yeah, it's a little freaky there. I'm sorry. Go on. No, no, Pete, and I love that stuff. What, short of it not being done in almost 100 years, who's going to beat them? Right. I, it just, I hate it. I hate that there feels like there's that big a gap. You don't believe in Alabama. I mean, is it LSU? Is it one of the Big Ten teams? Who sure. can Tennessee beat them? Well, remember, if oh Noah Ruggles doesn't take the you know the the three wood out and shank it yeah. you know, to the left, Ohio State wins the national championship yep. last year. Yep. So and and it's it wasn't like oh well, I mean I don't mean to grip on any kid in any way he was trying, but like he hit a forty eight yarder earlier. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like the fifty yarder was out of his range in any way. Right. And they were just tackled, or you know, not to put on a kicker, or if the, the Ohio State secondary, which. It, it, it wasn't that great, even though the stats were good. If they could have come up with a stop and they didn't make Justin uh, Bent look like Patrick Mahomes late, uh, Ohio State's the national champion in Georgia. We're talking about it. Oh, can they you know get it back again this year? But they could lose to Tennessee. They got to go down the road to play the Vols. And if you lose one game in the regular season, and even though I just ripped on Alabama. Okay, in a one-shot deal in the SEC championship against Bama or against LSU, LSU yeah, yeah. That we, as we know, we have yet to see a multi-loss team get into the college football playoff. You, you know, so it could happen in Alabama last year, and it could very easily happen this year. That this is where you're going to have you're not going to have a one-loss team from the, uh, the Pac-12 if it's not USC. 
you're probably not going to have a one-loss or undefeated team from the Big 12 because it's so tight. So you're probably going to have a quirky team out there somewhere. And if, if Georgia goes, you're just going to might have to hope that if it doesn't go uh, undefeated or have just one loss, that it is finally going to break through that ceiling because it is just that good. Hmm. Pete, we'll let you go on this. Uh, promote what you got coming out again on Monday at collegefootballnews.com. Well, now it's fun. Now it's all the team previews are going to be up. We start to really dive into all the fun stuff, all the bowl projections, all the rankings, all the stuff that gets everyone yelling at us and mad. <laughs> uh, and then, then we do dive into the things that you just asked about, like, all right, if it's not Georgia, who? You know, who are the, who are the teams that are going to rise? Who are the teams going to fall? So uh, it's going to be a fun, weird year with so, many, with so much parity, so many good teams. And then one final year of everyone complaining about four teams because <laughs> yep. next year we're talking a completely different game when then the goal is to be in the top 11. And then the, everyone's expectations for everything changes up. Can't wait. Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com. I'll be clicking on it on Monday, Pete. Thanks for popping on. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you down the road. Thank you. Later, guys. Have a good weekend. Yep, you too. Pete Futek, College Football News. We catch up with our buddy Pete Futek. Um, interesting, the, the Notre Dame, the Pac-12, I mean, I get it. That's that's obviously every conference's pipe dream is to get them. Um, if not Georgia, who? LSU. I got a bet on him. How about I, Tennessee? No. I've they, seen Joe Milton. He's not leading his team to a national championship. And you seen? Have you seen how far he can throw the ball? Yes, I have. I know why you like Joe Milton. <laughs> We've been together long enough, Ken. I know why he. There's a little. He's glee my in your guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Joe Milton! Look at him. That's, look at that gun attached to his right shoulder. And he can't complete a pass. That is a problem. Accuracy, not a strength of Joe Milton. No, it's LSU. Mm. They got a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They got a coach. Yep. Year two, yep. how many coaches in year two have won national championships at their school? Brian Kelly, mm-hmm. that is the one. And I, I agree with Pete. That Alabama team, Saban was complaining last year, goes on during the Big Ten championship game, and he was trying to say no, the he's merits politicking. of the program. He was. Absolutely. And as he would have, too. They absolutely, as easily as yes, they could have been 12-0, and 0, mm-hmm. they also could have been 8-4. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I think this is not going to be Alabama's year. I'm with you. What about the Big Ten champion? Penn State. You're dying on that I'm, hill, aren't you? I think we're going to see a rematch of what we're going to see in the first Big Ten game of the season between Iowa and Penn State. I think we're going to see a rematch in Indianapolis. Boy, that'd be good. Yeah. No Ten Michigan, and two Iowa. No Ohio State. Eleven and one Penn State. Nittany Lions trying to get into the college football playoff with a win. Iowa, do they sneak in as a four seed with a win? Do they get mm. revenge after losing in Happy well, they're, Valley? They're eleven and one, Trent. Why wouldn't they get it if they? If they I have Iowa ten and two. Do you? In this scenario, I had them eleven and one, been and <laughs> righting the wrong. What is a Penn State September? And then loss. they get Georgia. Iowa does. Ooh. Maybe not. That Maybe sound not. Very fun. Nine and three doesn't sound appealing. Yeah, take nine and three. Let's go back to the Tampa. <laughs> off we go to Tampa. Uh, off we go to another thousand dollar home run. Head to KXNO.com right now. Once the pop-up box appears, type in the keyword green. Green at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Green at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. David Kaplan is coming up. And after Cappy uh, gets through, we'll give you an opportunity uh, to win another prize. We'll be listening for that. What are we giving away? We're giving away $25 from High V to caller number four. Not right now. 
later after in the Cappy. Hour, after Cappy finishes up and also gets you in the drawing to win tickets to the big race coming up over. This is a huge week. weekend. Oh, it absolutely is. And how about the concerts? They got Carrie I mean. Underwood and Kenny Chesney. Yeah. You love Carrie Underwood. Sunday Night Football. Well, that, I liked her in that. Yeah. Yes. Um, Outside of that. You don't celebrate her whole catalog? No, not really. You've been waiting all day for Sunday night. I have been. Is she doing it this year? Do we know? I don't know. I, I do not know. That did not come up in my feed. <laughs> Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106. Our radio app now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Umpires are in short supply and are greatly needed. Now you can become a youth umpire for baseball and fast pitch with Iowa U-Triple-S-A sports officials and Central Iowa sports. Be around the game that you love and the greatest part-time opportunity ever where you can make great money. They offer on-field training and no experience required to apply. For more information to get back into the game, go to IAUSO.com. That's IAUSO.com and get back into the game. Fuller Associates Family Dental offers a relaxed family-friendly atmosphere, anxiety and pain management, and the ability to give you the smile that you deserve. As a family-owned and operated small business, Dr. Fuller has been practicing dentistry for over 30 years. Fuller Associates Family Dentistry, located near the Grandview Golf Course, and now their brand-new location in Altoona at 509 8th Street Southeast. East. Fuller Family Dental. Come see what the buzz is all about. Visit 1-800-BETS-OFF. Last summer, my house was between assessing damage on the roof and dealing with insurance. It can be a stressful situation. Luckily for me, it wasn't stressful because I called my friends with Wolf Roofing. We were able to get a new roof on our family home in one day. It looked sharp, everything was cleaned up, and now we have peace of mind with our new roof. Set up your next roofing project with Wolf Roofing at 515 225 8866. Or you can go online at Wolf Roof. The biggest pro football contests in Vegas are back and bigger than ever with $14 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circus Sports. Enter in Nevada, play from anywhere, two ways to win and no rake. Play Circa Million, make five picks against the spread each week with quarterly and full season payouts, or join Circus Survivor. Select one team each week straight up. Last the longest to win it all. $14 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircusSports.com for details. Circus Sports Iowa encourages you to gamble responsibly. Problems with gambling? Call or... They're humans.
Brandon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Let's go to Chicago, Centurion Stone of Iowa. Sponsors our friend David Kaplan. The Capman joins us. The Cubs and the Brewers get set into play here in about 40 minutes. Uh, and Cappy joins us. Hello, Capper, Trent, and Ken. How are you? Hello, Trent and Ken. How are we doing? Doing pretty well. So are the Cubs. That was a, uh, a fun game last night. Fun game, two on, uh, what, July the 4th. After blowing a yep. 6 nothing lead the day before to hang on, I guess, to come back after they'd blown the lead. And then last night was uh, one of those ones. You just wonder what this will do. If you look back on the season where they do win the division, you wonder, um, might that be uh, one of those games that you point to? Yeah, I think it can be. I've always been of the mindset prior to getting into like doing the Cubs for so long, I always believed, uh, you know, momentum, 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 momentum is the next day starting pitcher as Lou Pinella once said to me, because they went out and pounded somebody. I said, Oh, you're going to get on a roll now. He said, and if our starter goes out and blanks the bed, no, we won't. And that's exactly what happened. He's like, momentum is the next day starting pitcher. Well, you're putting, you're a number one or number two guy out there today, and Marcus mm-hmm. Stroman who's headed to the All Star game. So you would think you have an advantage, but we'll find out because he hasn't been good the last two times out. Stroman, Steele, Swanson, all part of the All Star festivities. This team is the only team in the National League Central that has a positive run differential, but they sit towards the bottom here. It's been a roller coaster. And it's been up and down. And seemingly every single week we're waiting, what's it going to be by the time we get to the end of July? And the question continues, but I had one Nelson Cruz. A little bit of pop in the bat. Didn't look good in San Diego, but is it worth a flyer to see if Nelson Cruz, if there's anything that they can do to get him back and get a little power out there to help out a DH? That's a very good question, and I was discussing that on the air, yes, I think yesterday. And I like Nelson Cruz, but where are you going to play Trey Mancini? Mm-hmm. DFA? Yeah, that, that would be the only spot. Trey Mancini. Yeah. I mean, he, I know he played first the other day, but he's not Awful. very good defense. No, he's terrible. That's just a fact. Yep. So if you're going to keep Trey Mancini on the roster, which you are because he's got a player option for next year for $7 million, so he's not you know, opting out of that. So – what are you going to do with Nelson Cruz? But it is a bat that could give you a little bit of pop if other guys are slumping. Cap, you go back to the uh, the World Series team and and some of the critics. Yeah, they got so they bring up uh, Brian through the system and all the guys that came up through Des Moines to make their way to Chicago to make and then eventually culminate in a parade. But they just can't uh, they can't develop any pitching. Well, last night not lost on anybody, right? Justin Steele, who may start the All Star game, Trent mentioned he's going to be part of it. He uh, starts the game. Now, I didn't factor in the decision last night, but Albert Alzale, another guy who came up through the system. He, he closed it out. Um, that's uh, that's something that had been lacking. Uh, good to see the development of the young arms coming through the system. Yeah, and you even had the guy from Iowa come in the other day. Who was phenomenal. Wild, but yeah. Danny Palencia? Yep. Like, again, I know his ERA was bloated. Sometimes that is you know, a bad outing right. or two can destroy a reliever's ERA, so I don't look at that. He throws 100 miles an hour. They say he has command issues. He threw strikes that day, and boy, was he fired up to get that victory. Thank you, Ian Happ, for two amazing throws. Yeah. But you're right. They're starting to see the fruits of their pitch lab labor. 
So you've got, you mentioned Justin Steele. I know Kyle Hendricks wasn't drafted by them, but he was developed by them. They did put him in their minor league system. So I kind of give them Kyle Hendricks. You mentioned Adbert Alzali. There's a couple of other relievers that have come through the system. And then the Cade Horton kid they drafted in the first round last year out of Oklahoma, he has been nothing short of sensational at uh, Class A South Bend. And they have a high pick this year. I would think they're going to use on a pitcher. Maybe not. We'll see. But that's next week, and we'll find out because they want to keep adding to that you know, pitching depth that they have. Because when you have to go buy starting pitching – you get Jamison Tyone. <laughs> <laughs> Two yeah. and 12 in yeah. the starts that he has made this year. The Cubs are when he's out on the bump. Christopher Morell has been an outstanding yeah, season. We know the power is legit. The main concern with him as an everyday guy going forward is the strikeout rate. Month of June was excellent. It was the lowest of his career. Walk rate was at least respectable here. Is this Christopher Morell? understanding the game, or, hey, it's a 26-game, 27-game sample size. You don't want to make too grandiose statements about it, but it looks like not only the power there, but even more comfortable seeing pitches and being able to go out there and understand what other teams are doing against him and getting that walk rate up and the strikeout rate down. Yeah, I would go, Trent, with the latter. He has to give me a bigger sample size for me to buy in Mm -hmm. that he is this guy because the knock on him always was, too many strikeouts, undisciplined hitter. But I watched him, you know, as they like to say in around the ballpark, spit on some really good sliders that dove off the plate. I think Christopher Morell a year ago, Javi Baez like is swinging at that, and I thought that was a really encouraging thing to watch him twice in the same at bat with men on late game and. Not going to touch that, and he ended up getting on base. So I thought that was important to see. Uh, I'd uh, never heard of Michael uh, Mike Talkman uh, prior to becoming a Cub, I, and he's been in the he league. Was on the Yankees, for I a know. While. I and I don't remember that he really didn't have that big of an impact there. But Cap, I did. I thought he was. You know what? He's a he's a roster guy. Probably won't make it till the end of the year, and he doesn't have great numbers by any means. But boy, when he does get uh, when he does get those uh, get that opportunity, like last night. That was a terrific at-bat to drive in those two to tie the game uh, at, at three apiece. He's had some big plays as a member of the Cubs. He's had some huge at-bats and some huge plays in the outfield. Look, he's never going to be an all-star level performer. That's just not who he is. But he's a local kid, grew up a Cubs fan. He's from Palatine, Illinois. I call him the Palatine Punisher because he plays hard. Every moment he's on the field, he knows it could be his last. So last night, Devin Williams is no joke now. This is yeah, an all-star right. closer. Yep. And he, the first pitch of the back, and go back and watch it on the MLB.com site or on the app, first pitch is a filthy changeup, and he swings right over it. The next pitch is the same exact pitch, and he takes it. And that is a really encouraging sign of growth. And then gets 96 off the plate, then he fouls 96 away, then there's another changeup up a little bit, and he fouls that back. Next thing you know, it's pitch number eight. And how about this stat? Devin Williams, I believe I have this right, batters with two strikes were one for 58 oh prior to last, last night, or one for 59. And with two strikes on him, bam. Now, I was shocked Yelich didn't try to dive for that ball. Shocked. 
because mm-hmm. it didn't fall that far in front of it. Right. But he played it on a hop. Talkman running hard all the way out of the box, gets to second, and then he ends up scoring because he never broke stride on the ground ball hit by Nico Horner. Winning player. 74 degrees today in Milwaukee. An afternoon game. That means shadows will be coming in. Are they going to have the roof open or closed? Because or both. We know David Ross. He's got thoughts on that after Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, he was not a happy camper. Oh, wow. I, like, I always thought you could not mess with the roof I thought during the, same the game thing, exactly. unless there was inclement weather yep. that was verified. There was no rain coming in. I, I couldn't believe it. I was driving right by the ballpark coming from my house up in Wisconsin, the game's going on. There's no rain. It was gorgeous out. What are they doing? So when David dropped his uh, few slurs or curse words, Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, man, I get it. I thought the rule was this, and it obviously wasn't. No, uh, he was animated. Cap, uh, we both watch a ton of baseball. Are you seeing more missed calls, uh, miss more balls and strikes calls this year than yes. ever? But it's true, isn't it? There's more this year. Why is that? I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's because guys throw harder. I don't know. But for example, uh, last night the Cubs are down three to one in the ball game. Swanson, Dansby Swanson yeah. is up. It's terrible with two men on and one out. And the first pitch, I thought Eric Gregg was working behind the plate. <laughs> yeah, the late Eric Gregg because. Yeah. That ball was five inches off the plate, mm-hmm. right? And he looks back, and I turn to my wife, and I said, well, he's screwed because he's completely out of his focus now. Mm-hmm. And then he slams one to the th- right at the third baseman, second to first, slams the helmet down, and comes out of the game with a bruised deal. Yeah, I, I couldn't understand. How do you call that a strike? They need a last two-minute report like the NBA does. Mm. They need a report. Hey, guess what? Yesterday in the fifth inning or whatever it is, that should have been a strike or that should have been a ball just for transparency's sake. Cap, uh, speaking of bad umpires, <laughs> Angel Hernandez is clear, uh, the poster child. Where's he been this year? I have not. You know, it's funny you said that because I was watching some different games the other day, my son and I, like, we're such degenerates. We're watching the 25 to 1 game right to the end <laughs> because I wanted to see did they get to 31? Because I think 30 is the modern day record. And so we're watching it. And I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm having these different games. I'm like, oh, no Angel Hernandez mm-hmm. at all. So I don't know where he is. I don't miss him by any means. I'm just speaking about him. He hasn't been around. I, I will tell you why you're on the subject of umpires. I had lunch last week with a very well-known NBA referee. Mm-hmm. He was in town. He said, let's go to lunch. We go to lunch, and he said, fire away. Ask me any questions you want. So we're asking him this, and how do you deal with the flopping and the this and the that. He said, okay, now can you guys do me a favor? When you're on the air, can you please tell people we do not get paid by the game in the playoffs? He said, I'm turning into sports radio in all these towns I'm in because he loves sports radio. He's a sports fan. And he said, I'm hearing these announcers go, oh, sure, they want game six. They get another check. <laughs> he said, if you get assigned to Milwaukee against Miami and it goes four games, you get the same money as if it goes seven. Hmm. 
good for you. You only got to do four games. Well, too bad. You got to work all seven. He goes, we do not get another nickel, no matter how far that thing goes. And we have never, ever been told, hey, we'd really like to get game seven. So call it this way. He said, I promise you, that's never happened. Hope you had a good lunch with Dick Bavetta. Probably wasn't him. I don't know if he's with us. Daryl Garrison. Okay. No, I'm kidding. kidding. Southside to the White Sox. Uh, Luis Roberts been outstanding. And we get to see him in the home run derby. Is that going to be the highlight of the year? (laughs) Unfortunately, for the, it won't be the highlight of his year. It will be the highlight of his team's year. Yeah. Which is very disappointing because there is more talent on that team Mm -hmm. than they've showed, both pitching and position player wise. But I talked to someone last night who would know. Someone over there who would know. They said, we have a bad clubhouse. Not really? bad people, a bad mix. He said, our clubhouse just is not vibing. He said, we see the Cubs over there, and they're all you know guys meeting in David Ross's office and guys hanging out together and going to dinner. He goes, it's just not the way it is here. He mm. said, it's just bad mix. Good guys, not bad people, bad mix. And that can happen. You could have a radio producer or two, and you go, eh, we just don't vibe. You know what I mean? Interesting. So who's who's available, Cap? Well, once we get to the end of July, who who who's untouchable on the White Sox? Who's untouchable? Well, Vaughn. That's a great question. I would think Andrew Vaughn's untouchable. Robert, he's no money. He's a good player. Robert has got to be untouchable. Mm-hmm. Beyond him, I don't think there's anybody mm-hmm. because Dylan Cease has two more arbitration years. He's making a little over five million this year. I checked this this morning. So you got two more years of control plus the rest of this. He's a Scott Boris client. Yeesh. Are they giving him $250 million? Probably not. So if you want to maximize the return, then you trade him now. But if you are trading Dylan Cease, why do you own a team? You're not trying to win. Because anybody you get back, you're trying to find the next Dylan Cease. This is not Kansas City here where you've got, well, we can't afford him, so we'll get prospects and try and build that one up and sell it. It's not Oakland. It's freaking Chicago, man. So I would lock him up. Will they? I would doubt it. Lucas Giolito, gone. Gone. Joe Kelly, if anyone will take him, gone. Aaron Bummer, if someone will take him, gone. Lance Lynn, if someone will take him, gone. Because all these guys are in walk years. Mm. So if it's not nailed, nailed down, Tim, Anderson, get rid of him. Tim Anderson's another interesting one. He doesn't have a home run this year. What, 250-some at-bats without a home run? He's got one. He's got one. He's got one, doesn't he? I have to click on Does it. you have one? Uh, let's see. Click here. on it. I know he hit a, a grand. No, he doesn't have any. He ended up calling foul. Yeah, he's okay, got none. Yep. 251 at-bats, no home runs. He's knocked in 12. Jesus. Yeah, they reviewed one the other day and took it back off the board. His OPS is 552. Yeah. Good Brutal. God. Yeah. Brutal. Can you get a bag of balls for him? Mm-hmm. Any Bears news, Cap, uh, before we let you go? Uh, I think they're going to sign some version of a defensive end before camp here, whether that's Yannick Ngakwe or Jadavian Clowney. I don't think it makes a huge difference in their defense. You know, Dave Wanstead said yesterday, Yannick Ngakwe gets like nine, eight, ten sacks every year. He's mm-hmm. on his team in eight years. Why? said, I hear he's a good guy. Well, if you're a good guy and you're producing and no one wants you around, <laughs> yeah. there's some flaw in your game. Yeah. 
Indeed. Cap, great stuff. Have a wonderful week, David Kaplan. Thank you, as always. We'll talk with you next Wednesday back in your regular spot. Thank you, Capper. I look forward to it. Anything you need. Thanks, Cap. Take care. Good to talk to you. David Kaplan, our buddy from Chicago ESPN 1000. It's brought to us by our friends at Centurion Stone, centurionstoneofiowa.com. That is the website. Got a project inside, outside, uh, Centurion Stone, natural stone, thin brick stone, veneer. They've got you covered. Check them out online, centurionstoneofiowa.com. Find the showroom, uh, 5520, it's not hard to find by any means, 5525 Northeast 22nd Street. It's right across the street from the Animal Rescue League. They've got Saturday hours as well. Uh, if you can't get over there during the week, Saturday from 8 a.m. until noon, Saturdays, 8 to noon, centurionstoneofiowa.com. Uh, oh, what's that? That's a sounder, and we're going to take caller number four right now. This will get you. Caller number four will win a $25 gift card and be entered to win the grand prize, a four-pack of tickets to the race July 22nd, along with the concert that evening with Carrie Underwood and Kenny Chesney. Caller number four right now at 284-5966. And if you don't get in now, there's uh, Murph and Andy, there's the drive with Heather and Sean, and we're rinsing repeating this tomorrow as well, Absolutely. are we not? Miller and Condon, caller four, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Yeah. Not only does Central Iowa Sports provide a great environment for youth to play baseball and fast pitch, but they promote sportsmanship in the game, help players, parents, and coaches, and their relationship with umpires. Central Iowa Sports also donates throughout the year to local Iowa charities, along with donating the awards to the Iowa Miracle League. Central Iowa Sports, helping boost local economy by hosting local tournaments and creating great part-time seasonal jobs. Find out how you can get involved at Central Iowa Sports. The biggest pro football contests in Vegas are back and bigger than ever with $14 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. Enter in Nevada, play from anywhere, two ways to win and no rake. Play Circa Million, make five picks against the spread each week with quarterly and full season payouts or join Circa Survivor. Select one team each week straight up. Last the longest to win it all. $14 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircaSports.com for details. Circus Sports Iowa encourages you to gamble responsibly. Problems with gambling? Call or visit 1-800-BETS-OFF. Back to Miller and Condon on KXNO and Trent's Pick of the Day. Presented by Circus Sports Iowa. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. The tickets for July the 22nd. Holy mackerel. People want to go, huh? That's for sure. We'll have another Concerts opportunity in the tomorrow, race. more yeah. opportunities throughout the day. All the local shows have uh, yes. uh, register and give that $25 uh, hy V gift certificate away. So good stuff uh, there. All right, Trent Condon, let's mm-hmm. make some money. Well, how about we start here in about 15 minutes? Taking the Brewers or the Cubs? I got the Cubs. Give me Strowman. Plus 103 at Circa. You're laying money if you're betting other places at Circa. You get plus money with Marcus Strowman. Roof pretty easy to me. Open. Is it open? Yes. Plus 103. Okay. I take that. Well, I was on it yesterday with Barrios against Lance and Lynn. And got rained out. Right. So I got to go right back to the well. Now, the price is a little more expensive today. Is it really? Isn't it funny how That's that happens? Weird. Minus 124 with the Blue Jays. And after that devastating loss last night for the Cardinals, Oof. how do you bounce back from that? Well, if they don't, they get swept by the Marlins. And it's Flaherty who has been so up and down. Yep. Against Perez. Who's been unbelievable. If, if you haven't seen this Perez kid, folks, yeah. you're looking for something tonight. 
watch this young guy. And it's not on, well, it's FS1. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. Thank you for that heads up because I would have went to 671. Where the hell's the game? And then I'm bouncing around. MLB, nope. MLB Network's blacked out. Yeah, you forget to go to FS1. Then I go to the 700s. Yeah. What, does Fox have a national? No. Oh, <laughs> it gets so frustrating. No, it doesn't take long. It's like a... 25 second, you know, run through everything, mm-hmm. but it's still just annoying when you just want well, to. Well, tomorrow's going to be really annoying because I want to watch the uh, at Tampa Bay Atlanta series uh-huh. on Apple TV. Ooh, I hate that. We're off to a good start with my dude, Adam Shank. He's in fifth right now. Is it's he? a John Deere. Right. Good start. Five under round for him. The Osage. Iowa born Troy Merritt. He is hanging out in 19th place. We got a top 20 ticket on him, plus 650. John Deere off and running. Do they still have the plane to go to the British Open after this? It's still there? Or is it? It's not anymore because it's not the week after. Now, I, they might still oh, have it. Oh, it's two weeks, right? right. It's two weeks. Because yeah. we got the Scottish Open now that they moved. Oh, okay. And so many people now play in that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if John Deere still has it. And Caitlin Clark yesterday, what a gallery. Unbelievable. How many autographs she signed? <laughs> Over under on that. Big number. Murph and Andy, five minutes away. The drive, Heather and Sean, from 3 until 6. We're Miller and Con the weekdays, 11 to 1, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX.